Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Kristen Darby, CIO at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. In this segment, Darby talks about what CIOs can do to maximize the benefits of staff rounding, how CTCA is helping her to achieve her ultimate career goal, and the work-life balance juggling act of being a CIO with two young children. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. And, and when you said that, you know, at first that there is some hesitancy, did you find that it was kind of like uh, as soon as one person had a, had a positive experience, maybe they'd share it with others or, and that maybe they were surprised by what they experienced when they first started doing it? Absolutely. And, um, you know, one of the things I, I gave them was just a checklist that takes two minutes to, to fill out, but every month when you go to do your rounding, it's, did you hear any new ideas? Were you able to solve a problem while you were rounding? Um, you know, just different things like that that are very quick and easy. Um, and uh, it's amazing the little things that came out that um, uh, just simple things that people could fix or, or um, you know, that they would see. And, uh, We've made a significant amount of changes to workflows and to overall um, uh, entertainment options for patients, um, different things like that that we wouldn't have done if we weren't out there actually listening to our customers. Yeah. And um, those learnings, I think, really empower people because oftentimes it's not advanced technology that's needed. It's just hearing the customer and tweaking something or using something we already have in a different way. And that really empowers individuals that I heard this, I saw it, and I came back and solved the problem. And, you know, once we all have that joint ownership that even if it's not an IT issue, maybe they see a facilities issue or maybe they see a, um, you know, an opportunity for pharmacy, it's taking ownership as part of the overall team that we're all here to deliver care to patients regardless of what department we're in. And owning that and going and working with that other department to make sure that opportunity is known and, and the issue or, or opportunity is being pursued, once those things are, are start to get closed out and you see things moving and happening, um, it really does create that personal connection that I think if individuals just stay in their office and focus only on you know, their narrow task responsibility, mm -hmm. they don't have the same level of engagement and purpose. And... Um, you know, our goal here really is, is to create very much a tight family environment where people are vested in the organization, but at the most, every single person values our patients in the same way that the people that are sitting in front of the patient value them. And that we understand that the work that we provide every day actually has direct implications on that person's battle against cancer. And you have to understand that gravity and, and you get that through being exposed. And uh, I, I think it's pretty empowering. I mean, a lot of things that, that we implement, you can sit and, you know, watch volume statistics and say, you know, we've seen mortality change in a certain area or, you know, we've seen quality outputs change in certain areas. And that's impacting people's lives. And um, we have to recognize that in a way that, um, that individuals make that connection between their job because it's incredibly empowering and rewarding. Yeah. And you said you've been there about 14 months. And um, as far as making that type of move, you, you were previously with, with Tenant. So moving from, to a different organization and also making a big you know, uh, physical move, um, 
was it something that you did have hesitancies, and, and what, what really was the biggest draw in coming to uh, CTCA? Yep. Um, prior to coming to CTCA, I was with Vanguard Health Systems, and um, uh, which was a healthcare provider organization with 28 hospitals. And uh, part of the reason I joined Vanguard was, um, as I said, innovation was very important to me, and it was an extremely innovative culture very dynamic but very supportive of kind of pushing the envelope from a technology perspective and um, that's what I really enjoy from a personal perspective is um, you know the normal portfolio of you know EHR optimizations and ICD-10 and meaningful use those are all things we do but the the personal enjoyment I get and and what really excites me is being able to do things that I know directly affect the patient immediately and whether mm -hmm. it's um, it, it can be any type of technology innovation. And so that really attracted me to Vanguard, and, and I loved my experience there. Vanguard was acquired by Tenant, um, which I think was a surprise to all of us. And um, Tenant's also a great organization, but I think didn't have the same innovative culture. Tenant was very um, similar to an organization that I had worked with and was incredibly fond of. I spent the first 12 years of my career there for Cineas Medical Care, which is a larger organization that, that I was with at, as it actually grew um, from, from roughly 450 facilities to 2,300. So I had kind of already done that type of process in my career. And so when I looked at Tenant, um, very well-respected organization, but I didn't think that some of the attributes that personally satisfied me would necessarily be there. Um, but a great organization. So I started to look to see, should I commit long-term to, to that organization or should I potentially pursue other options? And um, CTCA was one of the options um, that uh, was being considered. And I think what really distinguished that organization to me was two things. Um, one, as I said, the first 12 years I spent in um, with Fresenius Medical Care, which was um, uh, renal disease or, or, or dialysis uh, provider and manufacturer of services um, and products. And um, what was very compelling about that is with it being um, a chronic illness, but one particular illness, I was able to dive very deep as a non-clinician and understand that disease and understand it in a way that I was able to connect with patients and understood from that how technology innovation could contribute that contribute to that care process. Right. That's a little harder to do in a traditional acute hospital because you have, you know, anywhere from 30 to 60, 70 service lines, and so it's harder to go very, very deep to have that that innovative um, uh, impact. And so at Tenant certainly with the hospitals, that was going to be the reality is, you know, every uh, community hospital or academic or, or tertiary center that they had has a variety of service lines. And um, it's much harder to be more expert in those areas when there's so many. And so one of the things that stood out to me about Cancer Treatment Centers of America is certainly cancer is a growing disease. Um, I think it's an area of, of massive development right now from a um, scientific perspective where I think we're very close to really turning this more and more into a uh, chronic disease 
And with all that development, there's a significant amount of innovation opportunities. And Cancer Treatment Centers of America um, is privately held, and the shareholder group is an incredibly innovative group that truly um, puts all um, uh, everything on the side that um, uh, doesn't affect the patient. So if it's if it's not something valued by the patient, they don't focus on it. They're they're at the center of everything is the focus on patient care. And they're willing to um, invest and go after anything that, um, that might impact patients positively and bring that to bear as soon as possible. And that was incredibly attractive to me to know that when I see opportunity or my team has different ideas that we can actually bring it up within an organization that's going to support us pursuing those types of innovations. And so that's really what attracted me here. And um, uh, it's an incredibly rewarding environment with um, a, a focus on patient care that I've never seen anywhere um, in my career to date. Yeah. That sounds like it was, it definitely feels like it was the right call. So that's always, that's always nice when you're making such a big move like that. Yes. Um, it was hard. Um, you know, we moved from, uh, it, it's always hard sometimes to leave a job that you like. I loved my previous team that I worked with. Um, yeah. I had amazing CEO that I worked with, uh, worked for, and um, I, I really enjoyed the job. But, you know, one of the things as you get further and further in your career, you have to understand what's personally important to you. And uh, it, it's, you know, in, in my opinion, um, what I value is, is really creating a portfolio of work of innovative things that I've done throughout my career that I know have impacted patients and changed either their outlook on the journey they're having or um, clinically changed the outcomes for individuals. And um, it's important to me to work in institutes where I have that ability and can make those changes. And um, so with that, we... Um, kind of bit the bullet and picked up and moved cross-country, and um, it's been a great decision. So we've been yeah. very happy with it. Oh, that's great. Okay. And I guess the last thing I wanted to touch on just, just quick was, was about um, just, uh, you know, your own lifestyle and work-life balance and, you know, having, having a younger family. Like, you know, we talked about that um, when, when, we, when we met back at Hims is that that can be a really tough thing. And I just wanted to get some thoughts for you, from you on, you know, uh, how, how that affects the place where you choose, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the organization that you choose, you know, knowing that you'll be able to, to have some kind of balance. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, I think it's at the forefront of that decision process. So um, I have two young boys, 10 months and, and uh, three years old. So um, with that, uh, obviously the, um, the demands at home are, are extensive, and my husband, um, you know, also has a career um, that, that he changed for me as we uh, <laughs> left Boston and relocated to uh, Phoenix. But, um, uh, you know, I think the big thing is um, recognizing first as, from a relationship perspective that we're a team, and um, together, you know, we figure out what's right for us from a balance perspective to make sure the kids are always at the forefront uh, of, of what we're thinking, but also trying to make sure we have balance. So the personal rewards we get from um, also having a career 
um, are, are part of that consideration and making sure that we're supporting each other. One of the things in particular about Cancer Treatment Centers of America is it truly is a family culture. And um, uh, so one of the things that was unique when I was going through the interview process is when I started, uh, I did not know I was pregnant. And, um, uh, and then as I went through the process, discovered I was pregnant and, you know, started the normal questions of maybe this isn't the right time to be considering this. And so I talked to them about it. And what we decided is if it was the right fit, it's not going to matter that I'm pregnant. Um, if it's not the right fit, let's just let that happen naturally. And, um, you know, which seemed fair to me. And uh, I, I um, wasn't sure that it was the right time to move when I was pregnant, but um, I did accept the job and uh, actually started when I was seven and a half months pregnant, which was um, uh, very unusual. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but um, it, it worked out because my husband was leaving his job um, obviously, because we were moving from Massachusetts. So, you know, he, he uh, understood that I had changed jobs and decided um, it was perfect timing. So he didn't look for a job when we moved to Phoenix. He stayed home with the baby for the first 12 weeks, which was kind of a role reversal. Yeah. And um, uh, was an interesting experience for him. But um, sure. he, su- <laughs> he survived it. I think has a great respect for um, stay-at-home moms. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, we got our structure and support system in place here in Phoenix. And, um, but the organization um, and, and my CEO that I work for um, and the shareholder group is incredibly um, focused on family and, and children. And, and a lot of um, my stakeholders here um, uh, have young families. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a very supportive environment. Um, actually, one of the things I just did um, this year was here at our location in Goodyear's open up a mother's room, uh, which we didn't have. But since then, I've had five women return from um, maternity leave that are, are using it heavily, which is fantastic that if they need it, it's available and they have a private facility that's comfortable and, and they can do what they need to care for their child. Yeah. Um, and the organization does things like that frequently, um, just very, very focused on that. So um, it's been a good experience. Uh, on a personal level, it is difficult not having um, a family support system in the area. And so uh, I, I've been able to convince my parents who have lived, I'm from Florida, but um, they have lived there, my father since he was two and my mother since the 1960s. Uh, to sell everything in retirement and to move out here. So um, they should be here hopefully within six months or so. So I'm incredibly thrilled um, at the impact that will make and that they'll also be able to be close to their grandchildren while they're growing up. Oh, that's great. It's uh, yeah. It sounds like you have, you have the right support in, you know, all around and that, that just makes a, a huge difference. Yes, it does. It's funny, just just on a personal note, I know that I was actually uh, pregnant when I accepted the offer from Anthony to work for healthsystemcio.com, and it was very early on, and uh, I had to have that conversation. And but I knew that he he was gonna, I knew that he was gonna be family oriented. You know, that was something that he sold me on, and uh, I knew that that's made a difference. And for him, he knows that working parents will work really hard. <laughs> that yep. we're driven, and it's it's really true. It's, uh, I mean, it's a huge change in your life. You know, I used to go home and be able to read a book or, you know, do different work at night. Now I go home and I'm fully engaged with my children. And so the time at work, you don't waste a minute. 
um, you're incredibly devoted because when you go home, that's where you want your mind to be. Yeah. So um, I, I do think it's an interesting shift on how you change your productivity, but you become much more engaged and much more productive. And um, it really does give you naturally that balance. You know, you're flexing different muscles when you're at work um, and engaged really um, in a different advanced level of knowledge work. Then when you go home, it's much more of the nurturing um, emotional connection with your children where you're guiding and teaching. And, and um, I think it provides great balance um, throughout the day. And, you know, honestly, I think it makes me a much better mother um, having that balance. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's really true. I feel the same way. All right. Well, um, I know you have uh, obviously so many things going on, so I really appreciate taking all this time to speak with us, but this has been really valuable, and I think that our our readers and listeners are definitely going to benefit from hearing about everything that you're doing over there. So thank you so much. Well, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate you uh, touching base with me, and it was great to connect with you again. Yeah, you too, and I hope hope to see you in person soon. Yes, I'm, I'm sure we will. So take care. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.